I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. Venezuela's Hugo Chavez faces a big challenge in Sunday's presidential vote. Polls put his challenger, Enrique Capriles, within striking distance. That may be because many Venezuelans say that after 14 years, Chavez's government is incompetent and corrupt. John Otis has a story. Chavez sang patriotic songs Thursday before a massive crowd in Caracas. He's been known to give five-hour speeches. But Chavez has cancer and took the stage amid a nasty rainstorm. So he kept his remarks short. Still, he offered a stirring defense of his socialist revolution, which has been financed by oil profits. He said massive government spending on health, education, and nutrition programs had cut poverty in half. And he promised that if he wins another six-year term, he will eliminate both poverty and unemployment. Yet a growing number of Venezuelans has soured on the Chavez revolution. While the president has vastly expanded the federal government's powers, the government's failed to do much about everyday concerns, like rampant street crime, high inflation, and power outages. One opposition stronghold is the western city of San Cristobal. It's long been ignored by politicians. In fact, the government's cavalier response to a collapsed bridge helped push some city residents into the Capriles camp. Four years ago, Chavez transferred bridge maintenance from the states to the federal government. Despite warnings that the San Cristobal Bridge had been damaged by a flood, Caracas took no action, and the bridge buckled in April. Today, government crews are repairing the span, but the resulting traffic jams are so bad that salesmen do brisk business hawking ice cream to exasperated motorists. Government inefficiency is one reason the construction industry is moving at half speed, according to Max Vasquez. Vasquez is an architect who's building an office complex in San Cristobal. He tells me that before breaking ground, he had to spend three years securing 42 separate building and environmental permits. He was constantly pressed for bribes. Then, the government nationalized the local cement company, which led to cement shortages. There's been delays in finding cement, and sometimes you can't find it. You have to wait until the shipment arrives in the city and such. Growing frustrations have provided the first realistic chance for the opposition to defeat Chavez. Capriles is only 40, but he's already served as mayor of a Caracas suburb, a governor, and president of the National Congress. His youthful vigor provides a sharp contrast to the sick and aging president. Capriles pledges to maintain some of the health and education programs that have been the key to Chavez's staying power. But rather than an ideological firebrand, Capriles presents himself as a pragmatic problem solver. I know that today the immense majority of Venezuelans are dissatisfied. And I know that the immense majority of Venezuelans know that we can do better. Although Chavez easily won the last three elections, the political landscape is shifting. 
Two years ago, opposition candidates received half of all the votes cast in the congressional elections. But here at Chavez campaign headquarters in San Cristobal, the president's supporters warn against reading too much into those results. Chavez himself has always proved to be an electoral juggernaut, and though the polls have tightened, most still show him in the lead. For The World, I'm John Otis in San Cristobal, Venezuela.